ready in 5-3-2-1-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-
when I make music without, because I don't really take out a roll like that no more. And I've come across something. I might be like, hold up. You know, every now and then, let me see what's up. But for the most part, <laughs> I'm not taking Adderall all, all the time to make music. So, yeah, I, I just think it takes me longer now. That's yeah. the only thing. It's like a performance enhancement. That's all it is. A performance enhancement. Well, because you have that great lyric in Grown Up because these Adderall work. You're saying yeah. you're, you're running in circles. Is that, so that's true. You were a hyperactive. <laughs> no, I, I diagnosed myself with Adderall. You did? Oh, okay. I didn't take Adderall. I didn't start taking Adderall until <laughs> I was like in my, in my late 20s. Okay, so that, but you were a hyperactive kid. Were you really running around and your mom? Lord, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I never was like a school school person. No. Like, I'd be in school, I'd be writing raps and shit, or just, like, reading magazines and stuff like that. I never really was into, like, that. But I but I could do the work. I can get it done quicker. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I wasn't dumb, but I wasn't the smartest you, motherfucker either. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I applied myself right. I wasn't the smartest motherfucker either. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm not, the, I'm not the dumbest, but I'm not. I'm definitely not the smartest. And then I caught pneumonia in the third grade. Oh, my God. During, during, during us learning multiplication. Oh, and no. we were still, I think when I left, we was at the threes. When I came back, they was on the nines. Oh, shit. And then, you know, it was public school. She ain't walk me back. Like, Danny, let me guide you back. So I was fucked up in math ever since Done. fucking multiplication. So by the time I got to algebra and shit, it was a rap. I was Done. like, fuck this, I'm dumb. I quit. 100%. Tommy and I have the same problem. You, you miss out on those fundamentals and you're just screwed. Like, you yeah. change a school or you get sick or something, you're fucked. So, so let's talk about your, your background. So you're from Detroit, right? Mm -hmm. You're like born? Yeah, born and raised. And Henry then... Ford Hospital, right across the <laughs> street from Motown. Okay. Well, I was born in Windsor, Ontario, right That's not yeah. from Detroit. So we used to tap into your <laughs> TV channel. That's how I was able to see kids in the hall. Oh, Mr. Bean, like, like all yeah. that shit. Like, like Windsor, Windsor. I, yeah. I got to give them credit for a lot of a lot of the comedy shit. I was there you Because even late night, they play stuff like, um, dang, what was the one shit? Pi Mon Monty Python and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of that stupid You know what's funny is that I'm not sure. I think Monty Python was one of those things that it was cool to watch. But I don't know that I ever LOL. I, I mean, I was a kid, so I don't even know if I understood yeah, half the shit. Like, I, I just know. see somebody pull their pants down and I yeah. start laughing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like lowbrow comedy, I guess. Yeah, the kids in the hall were formative. But kids in the hall, I love I like that those shit. Guys. I love that shit. And Mr. Bean. I give Mr. Bean yeah. some prop too. He's, but, he doesn't even talk and he makes comedy. Yeah, you know how hard that, that is? Yeah, and then he blew up and then he came and started making like American shit and they yeah. had cartoons for him and then that's when I was like, I fuck Mr. Bean. Fuck Mr. Bean, he sold out. <laughs> yeah, he sold out. <laughs> Punk. I liked it when it was just a straight, you know, lo-fi comedy. I mean, meant the lo-fi like cameras, camera angles and shit. It was like he was shooting it by himself. That's true. I think I think right now too, lo-fi is in. People want lo-fi. Yeah, yeah, because you can, because it's so like easy this. to make shit so crispy now. It's like, it, it, yeah. it feels cool for something to look like film. Yeah. You know, you want to take it back or to look like a VHS tape or something like that. Like, even now, when I record my music, I want it to sound like it's coming from a tape. Yeah. More so than it sounds like it's coming from a computer. Like, you know? Yeah, because I think in this this time of, of digital and everybody's online and everybody's, they're not, we're not close anymore. So maybe that makes you feel closer to people when it seems shittier. Like, like, Danny, Brown, <laughs> like, like Danny Brown made this on his fucking iPhone. You know, I think like it I is something. Closer. I think it is something like that. It's a yeah. little more. You feel personal, like it's like you know. But I will say that um, it's a bunch of kids now that's like um, you know, don't. It's like I'm listening to vinyl, and like wear yeah, old vinyl. '90s clothes and stuff yeah. like that. You want to yeah. hate on them and shit, but like, yeah. damn, you're really cool though. You're kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> if I was your oh, age, yeah. I'd probably be like you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do, know. I do, I do like these kids that are trying to be like 
going back and listening to old music and stuff because I probably you have be to. Like that. But you have to. That's that's where you, you know the history of it. So so hold on. So who raised you? My mom and my dad. He I mean he would be bouncing in and out. But yeah, my, I did have both parents in in my in home. You're I very lucky. Cause yeah, I, I know, I know, because ain't nobody else in the hood. Nobody, nobody else. Well, I would say it was a few. It was a, it was a couple dads in the crib. But yeah, my pops, he he he, he was one of those sleep on the couch dads. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there's a whole other. That's, that's a very interesting place. Because my dad was asleep on the couch. <laughs> he was there three nights a week and he slept on the couch. Right. So we didn't understand what was going on until we got grown. Yeah. You know. But then once we turned 18, he's like, I'm out of here. It was he's, like a big gone. deal, like, yeah, I'm out of here. But yeah, yeah I'm cool. I'm glad he stuck around, though. I mean, because, it, it, you know, it, is a, it is a big deal to have a, a, a father figure. It out. is a big deal. And I, I I was just having this discussion with somebody, like, does anybody get a great dad? It's, it seems <laughs> like, I feel like it's such a rarity in the world when, when you get a, a dope-ass dad. I think LeVar Ball is a great dad. LeVar Burton? LeVar Ball. Who's this? Big baller Who's brand. Going? You'll know LeVar. <laughs> I thought you said LeVar Burton, the guy from I, Reading For real, I Reading think LeVar Rainbow. Ball is the best dad ever. This guy, <laughs> you ever seen him? <laughs> he looks like the best dad ever. He started his own brand, Big Baller brand. His sons, Lonzo and LaMelo, they both in the NBA. Oh, wow. But they both had high, they, he, he started the brand, they had sneakers in high, shoe, I mean, high school. Wow. And they was the first kids to be like, you know, I'm going to start y'all, get y'all own sneakers now nah, before y'all blow up and Nike try to take y'all. But then that. when they got to, <laughs> then they got to the NBA, like, fuck these shoes, dad, they hurt. These motherfuckers falling apart. We want to go to Nike anyway. <laughs> but they signed, they signed deals. I bought the big baller brand shoes too. You did? And yeah. did you, were they cool or did you get I love them because you could tell it was a family business because somebody sent me another pair by mistake. <laughs> And they five hundred dollars a pop. They was five hundred dollars yeah, a pop at the time. So I was like, "Shit, I got a free pair of big baller brand." Well, you didn't return them. No, of course not. Those no. right there, the the ones that the, the green knitted with the pink sole right there. Yeah, oh, those shit. are like five hundred bucks when they came Damn. up. But I thought it was so cool that a kid in high school has his own sneaker. Of course, that you can buy. His dad did that for I him, know. like teaching him. You know how to hustle. Them. Yeah, could you imagine though having a parent even that involved? Mm-hmm. Like. And he gives them so much yeah. confidence. He says crazy <laughs> shit. Like, my kid's better than Michael Jordan. Steph Curry ain't got nothing on my kids. They stopped letting them come on shows and do interviews and shit. They buried them. Really? Yeah, because he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it was pretty funny. Wait, why do they stop He kind of hit on the host, but without hitting on her, kind of. Oh. Like, just saying some slick shit. And then they took it as like, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> So was your mother involved? Like, what did she think of you becoming a rapper? And no, one she... thing they did, they they did um, always, um, whatever, like, talent or whatever thing we wanted to do, they always definitely encouraged that. I was, I definitely had, I, I wouldn't have probably ever made it if I didn't have parents that was wow. encouraged. But my dad was into music, too, so he always, like, had, like, music equipment around the house and shit and always, like, had cool albums and stuff. And then once he really said that I was super into music, he, you know, he would start, like, he, he bought me my first Wu-Tang CD. I didn't no know what way. Wu-Tang was. But I was listening to like a lot of gangster rap and shit at the time. So I think he's seen, you know, that shit is influential, no matter what yeah. anybody want to say. And I, I mean, not like Wu-Tang was that much of better role models. Yeah. But at least they was, you know. Well, they're talented as shit. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, you know, but yeah. it was a different style of music, too, and it taught me a lot. So, But I remember, you know, he bought me the CD or whatever, and that was when CDs weren't really, ain't nobody really had CD Walkmans and shit. Yeah. So I, he got me a CD Walkman. I only had one CD, so I had Wu-Tang. <laughs> And I listened to the fuck. I mean, the first time I heard it, I, I just knew it was something. Which one? Which enter 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 the Wu-Tang, yeah. the very first one. Yeah. Like it, in, but it's not it's not funny how you get like my first tape that I got was Beastie Boys "License to Ill." See, that was so cool. My first tape was fucking Kid and Play. So <laughs> that lets you know. <laughs> 
they let you know where I was at in life. What was their big song? They do the stupid dance. Yeah, they, they do the stupid dance. Like, that was I mean, so cool, though. I, I thought I thought it was tight. I thought it was tight. I mean, as a kid, you don't know. You just see yeah, it no. a- a- aesthetically. It looked it cool the on pajama, TV. The pajama jammy jam. Yeah, they had the house party movies. <laughs> yeah, I went to. All, I saw all of them in theater. I would make my dad take me. Yeah. I was a huge kid and play fan. Then they had class act. Kid and play. They really they had their own cartoon too. Yeah, they did great. They crushed. But These two boys. I will did. say when you go back and listen to it, one thing they were doing cool. They were like incorporating DC Go Go into their music, and not too many rap music, you know, has really done that. You know, yeah. so that was cool. So kid and play is but your lyrically, first. Lyrically, I wouldn't say. <laughs> It, it, it made me who I am today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so your mom, oh, so do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got two brothers, two sisters. Oh my gosh. So yeah. where are you I'm in the, the oldest. lineup? I'm the oldest, but my mom oh, okay. had took in another one because her parents got killed. Oh my you know, she gosh. She was the babysitter. She was the babysitter, then her parents got killed. So she oh knew us God. as her family, but then the other family took her. Then when she became a teenager, she's like, fuck that, I want to go back with y'all. She came back with us. So. Good. That is wild. So you're the eldest of... Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm not the best. I'm not the best older brother in the world. I mean, because we came at stair steps. So it was, it was me, then the next one, the next, every year, Jesus. right after, after the other. So like I said, my dad had, my dad started at 16. By the time he was 21, he had four kids. Jesus. <laughs> Can you even imagine <laughs> that? No, you're retarded. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? 16? Like, yeah. you don't even, you know nothing. You know nothing. So imagine raising kids. Raising, no. And they wonder why I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> I had no like real, but I will say I had great grandparents, and that's one thing you know. <laughs> that's huge. That's who really raised you in that sense, you know. Yes, and what, what you know, people tell me, they ask me all the time, like, "Well, you, I had kids so old," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "They're like, is that the way to go?" I go, "I don't know. Honestly, biologically, it might be better to have them super young, yeah. eighteen or whatever, and then you have the help of the grandparents, the great grandparents, yeah, yeah. and that's such true. and such, that's and true. then." You get a little more freedom. Yes, but take a village. Take it a does village. take the stupid village. Take a village. So, so you grow up, and then when do you become a rapper? Like, when does it? Oh, happen? that shit took forever. Yeah, I mean, I was rapping like I, I said my very first rap in kindergarten class during <laughs> show and tell. Do you remember it? Yeah, it was like some dumb like my name is D and the place to be. I rock the mic so <laughs> effortlessly. You know, it was it was late eighties back then, so everybody rapped like that. Yeah. So it was some shit like that. So when I rapped there, all the kids that went crazy in the class, and the teacher was like, "Oh, that was tight," you know. So I and now remember, I've just said to myself, "Yo, I'm gonna be a rapper." At that time, so I would always tell my cousin I could rap, and then I rap for him. He'd be like, "Shut up," you know. But then <laughs> one time, I remember, I guess you know, I just kept it going. I rapped for him, and I could just see the look on his face change. He was like, "You didn't make that. You didn't write that." Like, yeah. no, I didn't. So then I knew I had some shit. You knew you were So you then I just gifted. kept it going. So that was like a cool thing I would have. Like, no matter what school I go to, I wouldn't tell people I know how to rap or I wouldn't do nothing. But it, eventually one day it would come up and then I'd rap and then I'd be the coolest kid in class after that. I love that. Because it was always like, how the fuck you do? Because I was always like, what? Even to the point like I would walk home from school and like all the drug dealers on every corner would stop me and like give me $5 or give me $10 or something to, to say a rap. Yeah. So See, what's like interesting, shit. so I was talking about this on the last episode. A lot of people listening to this podcast or moms at home are like, how do I know what I'm good at? How do I know what I'm good at? Mm-hmm. And I think it takes a lot of failure to know, like, what I definitely know I'm not good at math. We know this. Yeah, That's not on the <laughs> list. Is a rap. <laughs> but but well, you said that you go in kindergarten, I said a rap. And it got me some good validation. Mm-hmm. And then you rap for your cousins. And they were like, are you really doing that? Like, So there is some element of like, beginner's luck so to speak of Mm -hmm. like you have this innate ability so like that's really important is you take note of oh shit that comes easy for me 
and I'm obsessive and I like to do this. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I imagine your brain because you you spin. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm very spinny. Like I, there's always a song or a fucking joke or yeah, whatever, exactly, a thought exactly. that I'm like OCDing on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you realize like, oh, that's a strength, that's your superpower. The thing that you think is the most embarrassing or that someone else <laughs> won't like about you might be your super talent. That's so true. Right? That is so true. I'm sure your friends or your family were like, shut the fuck up, Danny. Stop rapping or, or what are you talking about? I mean, but then it's like I got shy about it. Yeah. You know, it's like I mean, because I wanted, because I didn't, because I felt like I was good at it, especially when I got to the point of like learning how to write it and, and you know, like keeping raps to myself, or like having notebooks and stuff like that. Like I wouldn't say raps for people because it would hurt my feelings so much if you told me I suck. Yes. So yeah, I guess I had to put my 10,000 hours in. That's where you know you read that book. See, that's the best <laughs> one. So like sometimes I'd be like, maybe I'm really not that good at rap. I just put my 10,000 hours 10, hours. I talked about that. That's, um, what's his name? Outliers. Mm-hmm. The name Malcolm Gladwell, the book Outliers. He talks about how the Beatles practice was it in Birmingham in a in a in a shitty bar, and they just did cover songs and then um, they practiced for ten thousand mm-hmm. hours in 10, this shitty hours. bar. It was in Germany, maybe. Anyway, they came out of it much more mm-hmm. whatever adept at their skill. So yeah, it does take that long of a time. And you said you were protective of your craft. I talked about this last week. Yeah. It's so important when you're in that baby state. That gentle embryonic. Because you know you kind of suck. Like that's of course. what it is. Too. It's like I know because I can listen to rap music. I listen to the, what the professionals doing. I'm like, I know I'm not on that level, but one day I hope to be. You know, <laughs> so you just want to work as hard as you can. But 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 what will give you validation in that when you know you're just better than everybody around you? Though. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing that that's I will important. hear other people rap. I'll be like, man, shut up, man. You can't. <laughs> it's nowhere close. Until I got to high school, that's when it got crazy. And what like, happened? Because everybody, school? it was more rappers now. Right. And there was other good rappers then. And it was like, I wasn't the only good rapper then. But I, I made it through. I made it through. Did you like battle with them? Yeah, we used to battle all the time. I used to battle. It was, awesome. it was one of the best rappers. And actually, he became like a super popular rapper in the city right, right after high school. His name was Tub Tone. He actually became like a. Um, like a saying in Detroit, somebody trying to get too crazy, like, oh, you think you tough tone? So, <laughs> <laughs> he actually like, so he's like a legend. And me and him used to battle I all the fucking it. time. Like, we couldn't even see each other and not say some raps at each other. It tough was almost, tone. Yeah, it was almost, it was too crazy. And I mean, but he did, I will say he did push me to, because he was all, he was whooping my ass a lot. Because <laughs> I was, back then, I was, you know, I, was, I liked the Nas. Nas was my favorite rapper. I just had, you know, getting brushing my hair, trying to get waves all day, trying to be like a pretty boy. <laughs> and he was more on like some DMX shit. He was like the wild, like, rrr, rrr, barking your face type yeah. shit on some gangster shit, yeah, talking he, about your mama and yeah, shit. You DMX can't beat a rap with did the can't. theme song to I this. know, I know. It, it cost $500,000. <laughs> Money well spent before he passed. It's the best theme Rest song. Rest in peace, yeah. So, so, Tough Tone, is he still around? Yeah. I actually be saying him on Instagram every now and then. You guys keep in touch? Or I mean, I, I said what's up to him a few times, but you know. Isn't that interesting? It's similar in comedy where you, if you hang out with shitty comics, you're going to get shittier. If you mm-hmm. hang out with the best, you're going to rise to whatever those guys are doing. So you always want to kick it with the best or someone that's going to challenge you and get you. you know. And it's funny because I just saw this great post on Instagram that's like, you know, and like your haters, like there's, they're, basically nobody at a high level is hating on anybody beneath them. This is true. You know what I mean? This like, is true. <laughs> it, it, even once you reach a level, you don't really hate on your no, peers yeah. that have made it because you guys are all eagles. You mm-hmm. fucking made it. Yeah. Like, you're a fucking Eagle. rapper. Yeah. yeah. Like, isn't it bananas that you're just like, you're this kid from this normal family and now, look, you're a rapper. It's just crazy. That's the, I mean, the hardest part for me was, uh, was accepting it. 
I think that was like one of my biggest downfall because I was always scared that it'll go away any day. Shame. Instead of me just enjoying like actually making it like the the whole 10 years that I've done being a rapper, my whole shit was like, I'm going to make this album come up. They're going to hate it. It's yeah. going to rap for me. Instead yeah. of just actually enjoying the moment and doing that shit. So now I try <sighs> to now that I recognize that I do that. Yeah. Cause, but I would say that was like, that was the big one, a big hindrance of me too. Me too. I, I, it's funny because I, um, I did Whitney Cummings podcast mm -hmm. and she's like, Christina, you're very successful. She's like, you're like a mega winner. And I was like, shut the fuck up. No, I'm not. Like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to wipe some kids' asses Yeah, today. that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't feel like that. I, like, don't, I don't feel like I don't that. I feel like that, man. Like, but I, I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of people, because like, a lot of people say, like, Danny, you a legend or shit like that. I'm like, man. You are, Danny. <laughs> but I'm talking about like you music. Are. Like, when it comes to music, like, it, it's a lot of accolades you have to fucking reach to be like I a set of legends in music. I can be like a cult. A cult figure, you know what I'm saying? Type shit. I'd rather take that, you know. But then it's even, even if it's like, um, like even if I spark something new, like that's what somebody else told me too. Like it's all about the the person that, the ones that could spark the idea that creates some new shit and it can change like the genre and some shit. And they only really care about and, and don't cry about getting the props about it and just fall back and let the music. That's the guy that you that's know. That's the guy. That's the guy. The prop because the props are so. Stupid. Everybody wants validation. I you think rap, rap music is so competitive. Everybody wants validation. Then there's so much journalism around it. Like they always got some best of fifty list, the best of this. So they always putting you in a competitive box with the shit. You know. I know, but it's also manufactured. It's like, yeah, but that's so and so's publicist yes. knows this guy, and yeah, you paid to get the cover. This, and, and, and you're the, like, and, what but the, the regular fuck? people don't understand that yeah, shit. So they always just look at it like, oh, like man, it's it's the game is built against you. It's hard just to even get. That's why I don't complain about nothing to be honest. I'm like shit, I, with what I've done, it's a I miracle. It, it, I my, my um. God damn it. I signed a $5,000 signing bonus. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what? I spent that shit in one weekend. <laughs> so for me to be here from that contract, my first record contract was $5,000. So for me to be doing what I'm doing 10 years later, I'm a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's so interesting. So what, I mean, but what about you? Like, I always wonder what it is about people that take that leap of faith. Like, what about you? Oh, well, maybe take the $5,000 at that time? No, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, you could have gone. What makes the what's the difference between the person that goes, for instance, yeah, I want to be a rapper. I'd love to be a rapper, a comedian, a musician, a painter, a flower maker, a flower arranger, whatever the hell. I want to do that, but I'd rather just work this safe job and stay here because oh. I have I have benefits and I have this. And then, but what's the difference between that person and the person that goes, yeah, I want to be a rapper, a flower arranger, da da da. Fuck it, I'm gonna go do it. See, so sub, what is that? Subconsciously, I just was fucking my life up. So I was putting Me myself too. I was putting myself in a box where I wasn't gonna have no choice but yeah. to do the shit. <laughs> like once I started selling drugs and shit, not really to myself, I was like, shit, I'm gonna have some shit to rap about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I never sold drugs, but I did work at the Girl Scouts. Like I'm asking, this go this gonna make for some good rap songs. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I and I, and I I was not good at selling drugs. I was safe. I it just was kind of fun to me. Yeah, because I'm silly, like I'm goofy. So if you yeah. can, I mean, you, can you really are. I love me. it. So, and I was way worse. I think back. To, I mean, as far as like immaturity, mm. like the type of joke that I'd probably be making, like fucking with crackheads and doing <laughs> shit. Like we would do crazy <laughs> shit to them, like make them get in the closet, like sit in the closet, you know, like do some shit like that. Like baby, like you come in the crib, like we got a crackhead in the closet. Like you lying, get out the closet, nigga. The crackhead jump, like, <laughs> like we do shit like that. Like, 
<laughs> make no sense. So I think during that period of my life, it was fun. But you know, I I, I caught fucking drug cases and shit. And I, then I was that. going and I had meth probations. And Ugh. then I was just violating probation. Then I went to jail. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And that, that was like one of the greatest episodes of your mom's house <laughs> was talking about your time. Because you enjoyed jail and you said I you mean, had fun. I just, I, I think Not I that got he wants lucky. to go back anyway. Oh, I, my, I, I watched the fucking, uh, all the prison documentaries and <laughs> TV shows. It. I got them all saved because it makes me never go back. I, I go to sleep to them bitches. My girl be mad. Like, can we not watch this jail shit? I be like, man, it keeps me, it keeps me, it keeps me grounded. <laughs> this is what keeps me humble. Well, you know, I was I had a conversation with Dr. Phil and he's like, you do not want to get into the legal system. Oh, no. He's like, you do not want to start that trend of like, you don't want them fucking knowing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to get into probation or anything because it's mm-hmm. just such a, a, a hard thing. I've never gotten any trouble Ugh. once I got out like you not were even done. an ounce. Like, I mean. Oh, you're probably young and shit. Like, yeah. No, when I went to jail, I was 27, That's young still. But then once I got out, that's when I hit the ground running. You were like, because you you sabotaged yourself. You were like, I I know. I would take these Greyhound trips to New York, like one way Greyhound trips. Got to figure out how I'm going to get back. Sleeping on studio floors, rapping in anybody's studio I could rap in, doing whatever I could do. And I would make, I would go out there for literally like a weekend and like make a whole mixtape, come back home. And and after a while, then the internet started becoming a thing. So after a while, all this music started being online. And before I know it, like blogs start talking about me. People start talking. Once then, I just, Kept it going. Like, That's how you do it. Yeah, so by the time I was 30, everybody wanted to give me a record deal. So. Love it. But I signed. I See, that's the thing. I always talk shit about me signing. I I, I wanted to go to that label, though. Of course. Because they was the coolest shit. I didn't want to be like a major. or like Because I, I I was scared to go with a major because I thought I, I wouldn't be able to make a hit song. Well, that's the pressure, isn't it? And then they dump you when yeah, you and don't. Then, and then you owe money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a racket. Back. I mean, Yes, a lot of people oh. don't know it costs to be a rapper. Like, if you don't. If you get a signing bonus, and I mean, or, or you know, an advance for an album, you don't make the money back. You owe that money back still. So let's just say if you like decide, I don't want to be a rapper one day and get a regular job. They'll start garnishing your checks and all type of shit. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and I just wanted to do my time. I just wanted to live my dream. <laughs> I know. And now I'm in debt. I know. That's like child support. Now you got to tell me uh, Def Jam Records taking niggas checks out here that's working construction. I mean, because that, that's the thing, too, you learn, like, Tom and I self-published some comedy albums early on in our career. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, this costs, like, $3,000 to make, maybe? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That it costs, like, yeah. hundreds of thousands <laughs> of times. It's a recording studio time, $300 for Danny to go in the studio, the mixer, the guy, like, get the fuck out of here. It's such a racket. It's all a racket. But what's interesting, and I love this, and I think there's an element of, like, you had nothing to lose. Yeah. And I, I, I had done something similarly where I dropped out of law school, I dropped out of grad school, I would gotten fired or quit 22 jobs in four years like i was a fucking loser i had fucked up everything in my life to the point where i was like i guess i have to be a comedian yeah you wouldn't know i got nothing to lose and i guess i did go to comedian road too because i used to go to every open mic in the city and that's Any why you're open so mic special i wanted to go rap at anybody that was doing some rap shit because i was getting to the point i was getting too old so everybody was looking at me so you gotta remember all the, the drug dealers they used to give me the dollar walking walking home from school and shit they like danny i don't know man <laughs> You might just want to get a job. 
They're like, you failed as a drug like, dealer. You ain't make it now. You ain't yeah. make it by now. But and that's the crazy part. When I was doing that little drug dealing phase, like all those guys used to tell me, like, man, you fucking your life up. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Man? But back then, Detroit, it was no outlet to become a rapper. Yeah. It was How no the fuck fucking, were you? It wasn't like I can now. It's like the internet. You can just post a song and you can blow up. No, you had to get in touch with some record label. You had to yeah. figure it out. So you had to go to New York or you had to go to L.A. It was yeah. it, it was not going to happen if you didn't because they weren't coming to your ass. They're not coming to Detroit. <laughs> Definitely. No, so. and they had to discover you. So yes. they're. I mean, that was the horrible part of the show business of the industry before the internet. It was is horrible. that you had to wait for one of these suit type people, like business people who don't understand art or music or comedy, for them to go, hey, I think that person's funny or that person's talented, and then convince their boss to convince the rest of the organization. Yes, that's the crazy and part. It's like, dude, these people are not creative. And you have business people with like master's degrees and shit <laughs> making like creative. It's just a horrible, horrible. So now the great equalizer is the internet and they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. And we're the gatekeepers of our own stuff now, which is lovely. Are they figuring out more and more out of how to. I know. Those <laughs> figuring out more and more because you don't make shit from Spotify. You don't, I no. mean, you don't make shit from streaming. No. So at the end of the day, if you're not selling like a shit ton of records, which is no one is really selling Nobody. a shit ton of records, it's all streaming. So most of us making money off um, shows now, Touring. pretty much, and merch, and they, which is why yeah. every fucking artist have like a clothing brand now, <laughs> which is like it's smart. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Can I tell you? I even bought Danny Brown stickers off of Etsy. I don't know if they're oh, official Danny Brown stickers. I actually but... just seen one of my T-shirts on Grill for a hundred dollars. I was like, shit, I should buy this bitch back. <laughs> <laughs> this will be fire right here. I should buy this bitch back. But hopefully somebody bought it and sitting on there for, for a minute, man. But maybe since I say something, y'all know. Yeah. So so you're 30 plus and now you're a rapper. You get now your first. I'm 41. Shut the front door. Right now? No, no, no. Not oh. now. I'm saying like you're 30 something. Oh, what happened? Oh, oh, so this is the thing too. This is another thing people don't get. And, and a lot of people who are just now discovering like me or Tom or whatever. And you're like... Yeah, these overnight successes, like... No, I've, that don't exist. I've been a comedy, comedian for 20 years. I don't exist. Literally 20 years. And I didn't make it until I was like 38 or closer to... Yeah. Really, like yeah. 38. I got to have my first kid. So it takes forever. It took yeah, a decade like, to yeah, make money. because I mean, even like you, right? Because even like me with the first situation, I don't think I probably was getting money to around like 34, 36. Yeah, you're broke as shit yeah, and all your still, friends have mortgages and I was just and still families. figuring it out. I was still figuring <laughs> it out. You know, because in the beginning, I would play a shit ton of shows for not really that much yes, money yes. and I was destroying my body like just yeah. doing so much I'd get home and be like damn that's all I made <laughs> and then you're spinning on the road as you go so then eventually you know I had to figure it out I had to figure it out yeah I guess just um I, at the end of the day man it's just all about like honing in on my craft and like trying to make the best possible album that I can make and I did that but it cost me a fucking shit ton of money <laughs> yeah. and, but see with me that's what the, what gets expensive with me with recording albums is the fucking samples yeah cuz so you have you, to license them right you got to clear all the shit and that's like that I I I I had I think a 100,000 um album album budget and I spent 70,000 on samples. Easy. That shit's so, so expensive to license <laughs> And every day I went over cuz I think the actual mixing and mastering was like 50,000. So it was like yeah, it was a wrap. Yeah. So yeah. But but another another I didn't the album didn't sell. It didn't. <laughs> 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 so I can't get a real job, but they gonna take my checks. <laughs> God damn it! No, yeah. you can't get a real job now. No, no, it's, it's fucked late. up. I thought about it one day. I was at the FedEx, and they was like hiring. I was like, man, this shit don't really look too hard. They just standing back there with boxes and shit. I like, man, I could do this shit. 
just hang back there. I ain't got shit else to do at the crib. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'm getting to that point. I'm getting old like that where I just want a job to socialize with other people <laughs> and regular people too. I know. That's why it's kind of nice that you have a podcast, I imagine, here. No, it's the greatest Jeans. thing I would say. It's like my therapy now. It, yeah. it gives me a chance I could just talk about shit because I, I, don't, I don't got no friends. You I mean, no all friends. my friends are back home in Detroit. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I mean, I can hang around with, you know, comedy guys and shit. But then, you know, that's just snapping on each other all day and talking shit. That's all we do is it talk shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all yeah. you do is talk shit. You got to watch what you do around these motherfuckers and you being a bitch. <laughs> you give it up, so you can't even really be yourself around them. You can't even tell them how you feel sometimes. So that's hard. It's hard hanging with comedians. We should tell. I mean, even Tom and I are like, we are we're comedians together. Like we have to literally snap into just being real people because otherwise it could turn into fucking Shecky Green's house. You know, it's it's bad. You got it. You got to connect. Yeah, I hear you. That's tough. That's tough. But you're a deep guy. I feel like I. You know, I think you're a deep, you're a deep dude. There's, I mean, there's a lot I, going I'm, on in that head. I, I just, I, I, I be a good kid. It's like a, it's a balance. You yeah. know, everybody can have a balance because I've had like a good streak where I'm doing good. I'm eating vegetables. I'm drinking sure. my water. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm drinking my water. I'm cuddling my girl at night. Yeah. And then one day I just have one drink and it all goes out the window, <laughs> and I'm wilding for like a month straight. And then I come back then I did it then when my body's all fucked up and I'm like I'm too old to be doing this shit after I burnt every bridge I'd have made in the past month. <laughs> what well what prompts you? So what what what's the trigger for that? Like I just like to you- have fun. <laughs> That's really all it is. I swear to God, it's like to have fun. It's just a fucked up way of having fun. That's why I do when I do like to, you know, party and do shit. I don't go out no more. I just do it in the comfort of smart. my own home. Yeah, smart. You know, you can't get you can't get arrested in your own home. Really? I mean, Not that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like hanging out. That's yeah. why. So it's, it is. I, I get it. That's why I don't have friends because I'm. I'm not a person that needs to be out having friends and doing no. shit. Because I might get you in trouble. Yeah. Are you an alone guy? You hang out definitely. Alone? Yeah. Definitely. But you do prefer that to being. I so- can't. I can't do it. Can't do what? Like you know how people like um because I always grew up in a house with a lot of people. Oh, I feel like. sure. Because I because I got a friend and he's like man I can never I can't I can't live by myself I can't I cannot live by myself I always got to have somebody living with me I could live by myself I don't give a <laughs> fuck about nobody else I could be no matter what it is I could be one bed and a TV or a, a fucking huge ass mansion don't matter I don't need nobody in that motherfucker. Interesting. I, swear to God. I see that about you because there's 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 you're very connected to your soul there's somebody there you know what i mean i look at you and i when we're watching your videos mm-hmm. even i'm like oh man this guy is like he's just in there like you're just <laughs> you're so in it you're so in yourself does that make sense i'll give it to, but i think that's comes from spending so much time alone yeah i'm pretty much goddamn i ain't got no choice but to meditate all goddamn day ain't nobody with me but now like i'm you know like I, like me and my girl we hang out when we do shit you know so i got her for yeah. the most part, and we got the dogs. Like having a new dogs puppy, are the best. having a new puppy was was one of the best. I mean, as much shit as I talked, because it's wild as fuck in the beginning. It is something that's really because it, it adds another level of discipline in the household. Yeah, because you got to watch out for this motherfucker. It's crazy. Yes, you do, especially the puppy. They they up peeing in the middle of the night. They tear your shit up. Look, it's not not dissimilar to having a newborn. This year, I, I, yeah. I, that's what I've realized. Even though I know <laughs> a baby is a bigger deal, but. This motherfucker, like, anytime you if you open a window, a motherfucker might just jump out it. Like, I ain't I never seen an animal like this in my life. Like, any door open is running out. It's, so you always got to, like, hold up. Where this motherfucker at? Let me, <laughs> let me figure out what you're doing. Like. But isn't it interesting? I was thinking about this on the way here that 
like motherhood, because um, you have children too, right? Your I have dad. a 21-year-old. You were so you started young as fuck too. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm, I was 20. So you grew up, you grew up yeah, uh, we becoming, grew up yeah. yeah. Yeah, we grew up together. But there's something like, really. Like we like friends, that's the fucked up part. I don't think she look at me like, I'm not like a father figure to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you guys were so, you were so young when you had, it's a girl, you said yeah. your daughter, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I was thinking today, like how the the discipline of taking care of another being, even if it's a dog, a puppy, because I've seen, um, I have a friend too, he was an alone guy, mm-hmm. and he just got a puppy, and his whole world has changed for the better. Like he's like, yeah, I took her, we went to, we walked around the lake today, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take her to the puppy play date and shit like that. And you're like, that's, and it's suffering. I mean, there's some suffering attached to taking care of children and dog. It's like this horrible thing. But that horrible thing gives you so many layers of meaning and purpose. And like, like I, I woke up, we got like, I was 6.30, take the kids to school. Yeah, it's it's like, like, I just never want responsibility. No one does. <laughs> like, who the fuck does? I don't want no responsibility. No, I, I don't either. It's terrible. It's like even now, like me watching like my girl going to Mexico and I got, I'm sitting here with the dog now and he's sick as fuck. Like he's shitting all over the house. Oh, it's the worst. I gave him Taco Bell though. <laughs> Because he wasn't eating his food. You and it is. Taco, Taco Bell makes you shit. I know. I was fucked up too. We was both fucked up the next day. So I was like, man, at least we laying on the couch together. We bonding. You know what I'm saying? Which, which entree did you give him? I mean, no, it was just like a taco. And I didn't give him. Like they said, they tried to make a sound like I gave a nigga a burrito supreme or something. <laughs> it was just like I scooped like a little piece of taco meat out on the floor of the taco. Oh, like, that's doing enough. Like that. yeah. like, uh, yeah. But I, I, it's pretty much like a whole taco worth. Damn, and that meat's not good. Now, would you say since you've been to jail that jail meat tastes equivalent to Taco Bell meat? Because they say that Taco no, Bell meat is the same. No, they got this one sloppy Joe in jail, and every <laughs> the sloppy Joe in jail is perfectly, it's perfect circles of meat. Like, and, yeah. it's, and no one is bigger than the other. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah, like pebbles. Yes. It looks like yeah. dog food. <laughs> Like real, like who manufactured this? Like I know hamburgers all different shapes and sizes and you know, ground beef. It's supposed to be like loose, you know? Yeah. This shit is like, it's like one perfect circle, almost Ugh. like a, I don't know, man. It, but I, I was eating that shit though. I ain't gonna lie. But that's but, what I'm saying. So so which meat is worse, Taco Bell meat or jail meat? Because I've heard that Taco Bell meat is equivalent to jail meat. I mean, Taco Bell, I mean, Taco Bell meat, you, you still gonna be able to get a, a boner. A boner? Yeah. We couldn't get a boner. They put from... soft Peter in your food in jail. We put what? Soft Peter. What's that? To make you not to make you not get a boner. Shut to the try front to... door. Yeah, because if every nigga walking around hard legged <laughs> in this motherfucker, we're gonna be fighting, biting each other. I did not know that. Yeah. So yeah. How do I, you know that? Because you worked in the kitchen, right? I mean, it's a it's a known thing kind of in jail. Well, you be like, man, because you'll start once you get in. You got to think. You'll be like, man, I've been in this bitch three months. I've been waking up. My dick ain't been getting hard. My shit supposed to be uh. raging right now. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, it's a soft Peter. So, soft yeah, they do Peter. shit to, like, fuck with your fucking testosterone and shit. They should, because, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's a group of guys who aren't getting laid. And they just in there angry, yeah. going through shit, like, uh, what the fuck? It might just be a county jail thing. A county jail thing? Yeah, it might just soft be a... Soft Peter. It might just be a county jail thing. Jesus Christ. Look, soft oh, Peter. Oh, there it It's a disgusting green drink you get in jail. That's what they say. No, see, this is like a powder. That's, they just put in your food. Fuck. See, that's an old school term. I was, I'm, I'm in a new jail. I was in a new school two thousand jail. <laughs> that's what that is. That's not like some old school shit. But yeah, the soft Peter. You're still eating Taco Bell. I, you know what? I love I, it. Only reason I love why, it. only I love reason it. why I got Taco Bell because I was just really it wasn't necessarily about the food. 
I was just really fiending for a Baja Blast. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to be drinking sodas and shit, but I'm like, man, me and the dog, we just hanging out. We by ourselves. <laughs> it's better than me getting some liquor right now. So That's let me true. get a Baja Blast. Yeah. See, I get, I get, I'm hooked on McDonald's chocolate milkshakes. But really? Every fucking time I go, can't the, get the broken, the machine mm. is broken. They I'm said like, that was like a, a thing that they do that. It's a reason why they do that. Like, I don't, I don't, well, reason to I, lose money, to, to piss me <laughs> off, to be upset. That's terrible. I forgot. I, I seen a whole like. Um, don't get me started. To create, to create. Yeah. What need. is the lore behind that? It's like to create what is the demand. That's such bullshit. It's always fucking yeah, broken. broken. I mean. Oh yeah, you could check. This is you <gasps> could check the map to where they're telling you where the ice cream machines is up at. No way. Do you think this works? Yes, this definitely works. Yeah, I do. This was created by somebody with a lot of time on their hands and that was smart. <laughs> so this ain't got nothing to do with McDonald's. This is their own Not shit. The, yeah. They got them for um, bathrooms too. Really? Yeah, if you're in the area, they'll be like, man, they got like bathroom reviews. <laughs> for like if you want to go shit at like gas stations and shit, they'll be like, man, this one fuck. And you'll be like having mad niggas. You can read the comments. I'm just like, uh. yep, for shitting. I love that shit, man. That's, I just was going there. I, I, when I be on tour, I'd just be riding on the bus just reading comments. Like, man, it's one bathroom. So they cool. <laughs> we should stop there. Yeah. You know, it's funny you talk about the like the isolation. Like I too can be alone for mm -hmm. days and days and days in a room, and then like they just bring you out. You tell jokes. You go back in the room. You know, it's, it's but see that's weird. the difference with me. I can't be alone in a hotel room. Oh, yeah, it's just triggering. It's right. Yeah, it's because it's too like man, I'm, I'm supposed to be in here with a bitch. I'm supposed to be in here with yeah. bitches. I'm yeah. to, it's just trick. I've I've done so much bad shit in the hotel rooms. <laughs> now that if I'm in a hotel room by myself, it's like I'm going crazy. Because you're so like, it's like bad things. Yeah, uh, yeah it's bad. It's like yeah. ghosts. It's like the it's like the ghost of Christmas past yeah. coming yeah. to me. Like ooh, daddy, <laughs> the bitches <laughs> and saying shit to me, and I be like, damn man, I gotta get out of here. So I'm never so now when I'm on the road, if I ain't got my girl with me, I'm never in my hotel room. Yeah. I'm always finding. So that's a good thing too, because I never used to. Do do that i never would like experience the different shit to do in other cities i never and shit. do I like, fuck y'all man i'm just hanging out what yeah. a dope what a house yeah i'm gonna sit in my room <laughs> i'm gonna do the show i'm gonna go to the airport that's it i ain't yeah. hanging out with y'all niggas i don't even care they be like oh go, you should go get this food go get this food no man i never do i just order room service or post yeah, notes or that's what shit. it is i order I'm room so service alone. or i eat at the bar at the hotel yeah. and shit like that but now i i've you do been getting stuff. out to this and it's been fun you're smart i should do that it's been fun i swear and it's and and because you know we've been i've been trying to get in shape out here and stuff and that'll be a hard thing too you when you've been on the road you just stay in your room eating bullshit and then yeah. you're on the road you're eating what you want to eat so going around the city doing shit like that is kind of like having another workout because yeah. i ain't about to walk around no fucking austin texas no it's too hot so but there's so funny because it's like uh i think there's this element too of like artists that you kind of have to be okay with being lonely or accepting your own brain like you have to really be at home in the the craziness of your mind mm -hmm. and not reject it is what i'm like the, the longer i do this especially i feel like the, the more like like when i felt like i was like getting like famous like i couldn't go nowhere like anywhere yeah. i go somebody would fuck with me like it really got to the point then i was just really i was, I was paranoid i think because i'm always scared like somebody gonna rob me or somebody yeah. gonna like i was always scared of like being somewhere i just feel somebody punch me in the face and i just hear world star i'm like God damn it. <laughs> i mean i'm living in detroit i was like these motherfuckers gonna try to get clout off me i know what's going on so I, it got to the point like i ain't going outside i ain't going nowhere i just make people go do shit for me and shit like yeah. that and i would just hang at my house at my studio and that's it yeah. So I've had, to be honest, I've lived, been living this fucking sheltered in a house ass life for the past fucking, since I've been fucking a rapper, you know? Yeah. Which hasn't been fun. I mean, coming out here has been great, I will say, because I don't feel, I feel safe out here. Yeah, me too. Like people, and then, and then when people do, 
play notice music, it's like real coming from a loving place. Like back home, yeah. it wasn't kind of like that. No, I imagine Detroit, they're a lot rougher with you. Yeah, I mean they they kind of mean. They talk some shit. They got no. They whole vibe is like I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like you made it out like you famous. Like so, fuck them. <laughs> I'm so, getting money too. That's a, what a horrible vibe! <laughs> like, like you would go to a bar or something and be like, you know, trying yeah. to stuff like man, you know. And the like bartenders out there, they're like, "Fuck you, I don't give a fuck." Yeah. Like, you know, out here you will get special treatment out here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'll show you some love out here. Yeah, I don't get that. Sh- I mean, which I'm not complaining about because like, wait, I, I don't think Detroit should ever be a place like that. That's what makes us who we are when we, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't, I don't like that, and that's, that's a lot of trouble. I mean, I'm pretty sure it probably changed now though. People it's changed. Are, Hasn't Detroit gotten so different in the last 15 years? Yes, because a lot of white people moved in. Yeah, there, so the they whites, no they choice. ruin everything. They got a choice but to open up their mind when, when you got organic <laughs> gardens that used to be at needle parks and shit, you know. You're like, fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, what the fuck? Is, that's a Whole Foods now? That was a motherfucking crack house. Yeah, Whole Foods. Do you like Whole Foods? <laughs> you fuck with Whole Foods? I'm, I'm I'm more of a trader Joe. I'm a trader's Joe too. Trader's but I'm H E B all the way though. That's Me my too. That's one. my that's jam, dude. I, I love H E B. That's what H-E-B. I told him. I just yeah. not because you know. Shit's I mean, so good. I'm not the best. I mean, I'm I'm been learning how to get my grill on since my yeah. girl got me a grill. But like, we ain't the best chefs in the house. But the H E B pre made meals so have good. been life changing, man. Especially like trying to eat healthy too, because yeah. I mean, you know, eating healthy might be hard when you make it yourself. Yeah, I've noticed that. It's not like a, a cool thing. It is a cool thing. So, 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 hold on. So, so, twenty one or twenty, you have a kid. Yeah, that's crazy. But Were you see, panicked? Were you just like, fuck, dude? No. See, what happened was my high school sweetheart, my high school girlfriend. We was together starting like tenth grade all the way till we graduated. Aww. Once we graduated, that's when I was like selling dope and becoming like this in the street ass gangster nigga and shit. So yeah. we kind of like split up during that time. So then. But in the mix of that, I'm saying I've had to say this before that when we was like in the tenth grade, she got pregnant when we was sixteen. Oh, wow. So we was that you remember that high school couple walking up the hallway with a big ass <laughs> belly and a nigga. They just looking dumb. You're like, look at this. They had just fair. They just fucked their life up. Every teacher looking at you, shaking their head like, oh, look at this shit. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. So that was us. That you was know? you. Yeah. That was the dumbest uh, shit. But she ended up having a um a miscarriage at nine months. What? The worst shit ever. She was literally about to have a baby like in a, in a week or few. But it was what? like the, the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck. That kind of shit. So it was a full baby or whatever the fuck. So I went oh through that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went through that. Danny. So that's the same. So we was together all the time during the high school until we, oh until we graduated. God. So we split up. And then when we split up, she got another boyfriend. And then, you know, she got pregnant. But when she got pregnant, that boyfriend killed somebody and went to jail for murder. So now she's pregnant with this baby. And... And I was jealous that she got the baby. Now. Of course. Like, so then we got back together. And then she had the baby. So the baby don't know, you know, she know me. She don't know me. But she know this story. She hates when I tell this to people. But yeah. it, it's, it's such a, you know, let people know me a lot more kind of when I yeah. do. Yeah. No, no. I think that's really amazing that you stepped up because there's not a lot yeah. of and great she's men amazing. Like, she's amazing. Like, and I, and I, and I, I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like she would be who she is if I, if I wasn't in her life. Of course you know, not. And in all truth, I you know, I feel like you were meant to have a child with this woman, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like that was meant to yeah, be. Yeah, maybe and... that's the way, you know, I mean, so at the end of the day, I, I feel like that's my daughter. She's my best friend, to be honest. Like, every Aww. time we're there, we hang out. She was just out here. She ain't want to leave. Aww. She was out here for like a um, few weeks. But then she texts me, she's like, I want to go to Rolling Loud with you. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I don't, you're not going to Rolling Loud with me, man. Like, I'm not taking, I'm not, I'm not the guy walking backstage with my daughter at concerts and I shows know. and shit. I'm not being that guy. 
I'm not doing it. So you have a baby, you're 20 years old, and does that change you? I mean, do you feel a sense of urgency then? I to... was selling drugs and shit. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really, it didn't really like, you know, kick in. But then we moved together. Mm. She had ended up getting an apartment, then we moved in together. And from moving in together, um, I think, I don't know, shit just was going bad for me. And it all went bad. And then so I actually seen what it was like to be like fucked up and you got to take care of like a family in a house. So I've seen what was going on. So yeah, I've I, I started selling like drugs again or whatever. And then um, that's when I, I, I started going, my music started to take off. Wow. Like, and I would start to go to New York. And I would go to New York back and forth and go to New York and stuff. But it didn't really happen and I went to jail. And when I went to jail, obviously she gonna fucking leave my ass. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, but that was the worst shit. Cause when I got out, it was so hard getting back in touch, finding her. Yeah. But I did, and it was tight, and we've been back cool ever since. So, so she forgave you, or or you guys? Did you have you talked about it with her? Like, did she visit you when you were in jail? Who, the moms, both I mom mean, and daughter. No, nah. <laughs> I mean she they wrote were like, me a few. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean she had got a new boyfriend, so okay, she was so in a whole new relationship. On. Yeah. And I your mean, daughter? Did she? She still knew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me, I still wanted to see, but I was just wasn't in her life for at least by like I want to say three, three until I was able to come back like. I yeah. made it. Like, it was one of those things. Like, I knew I was going to be able to, like, yeah. I'm going to come back. Like, so it's like she was out of my life for like three, four years. Like I said, oh, that. that's got to be so. Yeah, it that's sucks. Tough. Yeah. It sucks because then it was like, man, you suck. I felt bad because I'm like, I, I don't want, I couldn't blame nobody but myself. Like, I put myself in that position. I didn't have to. Well, you were a kid. Him. You were learning. Do I mean, but, but I was, but and up. I was hurting. I was hurting and I was looking for, I don't know. I was looking for love too. Yeah. In that sense, you know, because cause that, cause that baby shit did fuck me up. Oh, At yeah. 16, you didn't. But my dad, shit, he always, but my dad used to like, obviously my dad. <laughs> He's like, that's the best shit ever happened to me. <laughs> I'm telling you. What a dick. What a fucking dick. He's like, good job. I'm so I happy that I remember in the bed just feeling sad and then crying and shit. My dad came and like, I'm telling you. Yeah. The best shit ever happened to you. Because <laughs> if that, if, I, if we did have that baby, I for sure believe I wouldn't have been a rapper. I yeah. definitely probably would have been in the streets. I would have had to take care of them like extra, extra. I would, it wouldn't have. I wouldn't have followed my dream at that point. That dream would have been crushed too early. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I feel like I still always had a like a sense of like a, a urgency to want to do that shit. But I feel like if I'd had a baby by 16, by the time I was 20, I'd already been like you'd, you'd be working at FedEx <laughs> yeah. for sure. You'd be taking that job. You'd be the manager, the regional manager. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but when you want to be a rapper. That's you know. I used what I mean? to try to do odd jobs. I never was good at it. I had I got a job at um. It was like you can get temp service. And they gave me a job at like Technicolor. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> Technicolor. And I used to have to put. I remember it was Milan. That's when the Milan VHSs first came yeah. out, and they came with a free whistle. So I would have to put the free whistle <laughs> into the package for coming the down the line. But I was broke as fuck. <laughs> I All I had was ten dollars to my name, and one of the motherfuckers at the job was selling weed. My ten dollars was supposed to be for lunch, and you know me, I'm a waiter. Options like weed, <laughs> a, weed, a lunch. I was like, "Fuck it, man, I'm I'm fasting anyway." So I got the weed, and this ended up being some fire. So I smoked <laughs> the weed on my lunch break. I come back to the line. I'm doing a motherfucking um. Whistles and shit. I'm getting woozy. I'm dizzy. It's hot in there. I'm sweating. There ain't no water. I can't leave. I just faint on the line. Blue. Oh my god. They fired me on the spot. I ain't had a job since. <laughs> that was your last day <laughs> job. My last job. Your last I swear job. To god. I was so just funny. like, I'm not good at this shit. I'm not built for this. No. Like even like any type of. I always been good with like making music, and I think it fucked me up with like sports or anything that has to do with like manual labor. Yeah, like I can't move shit. You asked me to pick up some heavy yeah, shit. It's a wrap. I'm like, terrible. help me do this, do that. It's a wrap. Right now, I gotta clean my garage. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna work out. Like, I don't really. 
I'm have to find. I, see, I'm used to paying crackheads and shit. There ain't no crackheads around. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can go find some motherfuckers in Austin, but you can't trust them niggas. No, you can't. It, what a tragedy, though. I, it, I mean, I can't even imagine like you're losing your baby and the baby like that's so traumatic. No, it was fucked up because so we horrible. had to be there. We actually saw the like fool, like I actually look like you. Do you know what I'm saying? It I was know. Fucked up. It was. I mean, it was fucked up. It is fucked but up. But like I gotta say, my dad might have been right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I think about it, my life might have turned out a lot better. But he's right. So because I could totally believe that if we had the baby at 16, we would have had another one by 18. Yeah, easily. We would have had so we had about two. I'd have been going. I was going down the same path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, nah. <laughs> but it's kind of crazy though when you think about like that tragedy, which was a tragedy, is probably what led you to like. You know what I mean? Like it fucks you up. You're traumatized. I definitely changed after that. That's when I yeah. did become the person that I always wanted to be alone and shit like that. I did yes. become because I always was a goofy, silly kid. But I think I I I would only let my um you know my my funny shit around people that I I cared about or trusted. Yeah. Before then, I didn't give a fuck. I was the type of person that uh, jump in the fucking garbage can at the mall just for some laughs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like I wouldn't be like that. I was very. I was very quiet. I remember a point in time like we used to go to New York and like try to you know mingle and like get our shop demos and new shit like that. And my best friend's like, man, Danny, you never gonna make it as a rapper if you don't talk. And this oh. is me talking about if you don't talk. I didn't start back talking until I went to jail. Wow. So my whole like I would like crack jokes with my friends, but if you didn't but then also I had fucked up teeth. Oh yeah, I remember so that. So that's what does something to you too. It does because you don't smile. It's you know, true. You don't really want to talk to people like that. Because it's been so many times where I like see a girl and I might say something to her, I can see her whole reaction change. Like she'd be looking at me with my mouth closed, like smiling and shit. <laughs> as soon as I talk, she's like, "Oh shit, nigga, what happened?" It's so true because I have a thing with my teeth too. Because I cracked one when I was little, mm -hmm. right? This one, and I was always embarrassed because I had a big space between them, and they were always jacked up. <laughs> and so, like, I'm, I'm really protective of my teeth now, like veneers. I whiten them. I'm always at the dentist because it's such a thing when you have that young. Mm -hmm. It fucks with yourself. It too. fucks you. Yeah, and and you true. You don't smile. No, you just. You literally don't smile, don't smile when your teeth are and jacked. And that has to do something for you. Like you only, I remember pointing times to laugh and cover my mouth. Same. Like, yeah. Imagine that. So, yeah, that definitely had to do play a role into who I am as an adult right now. Absolutely. I, I, the guy that did my veneers, he goes, "You're gonna have to learn how to smile differently mm -hmm. because the way your teeth are shaped now. Like you'll see that you looked at." And I was like, "Wow, I didn't even think about that." Like you. You do. Your emotions are connected to smiling, and if you shut that down for years, and or you you stifle a laugh or a smile, like whoa. That's why it hurt me so bad. Like when I did Fuck. become like cracking in music and shit, and like everybody want to like do photo shoots or interviews and shit like that yeah. with me. They were um, they were um. They always be like, man, take pictures. They be like, let's see the teeth. Let's see the teeth. I'm like, this is the last shit I want to fucking yeah. show you. My shit's fucked up. So I was always like, that's why I always just stick my tongue out and shit. Yeah, and just make that dumbass face. So, yeah, it got to the point now I got my teeth fixed. I'm smiling every Your teeth fix. Are great. <laughs> Look at those chompers on Danny Brown. You have the best teeth it's in rap. It's because I got to go home. No, motherfuckers got Your some teeth shit are now. really good. Everybody got some shit now. But that's the point. I think what I wanted to do, I made it a point where my dentist, like, please just make them look natural as possible. That's what I said. I don't, I don't want, want my shit. Like, even if he's like, I got to do a little yellow tint. I'm like, cool with that, man. Like, yeah. I don't want my shit looking like, you know, like 50 Cent when he first had his. Let's look at 50 Cent's. <laughs> No, my I think my worst is the um, the Steve Harvey's. He's got those big billboards. <laughs> those fucking Steve Harvey's. Steve Harvey is fire, man. I know. His he's so art. successful. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's got big chompers. Yeah. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 It, it, was, little, it was real funny. Too much. It yeah. was real funny. Yeah, I kind of like him before. With the gap. He kind looks of. more natural. Yeah, he looks cuter, like boyish. But yeah. yeah, that used to be a weird thing for me when girls used to be like, I like your teeth. When I got my teeth fixed, they'd be yeah. like, nah, I, I like no. you better when your teeth was fucked up. Because your teeth was like broken. Like, you, you're a weirdo. You just want to, because you don't want nobody else to like me. Oh, yeah, they want to keep you for they themselves. they like, I just think you're cute for myself. That's <gasps> why you do fucks up shit to my hair and shit like that. Yeah. Then it like, it, it kind of eliminates a, a, a crop of bitches that I know just wasting my time. <laughs> For real, so like I think girls do that too. Like girls that make themselves like girls with like big ass booties and shit. Yeah. They wear shit that hides it. And you don't know. But then there's certain guys like me that got like the creepy perv. I was like, I know she got a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> like she trying to hide it with that moo on. That moo ain't stopping shit. I see it shaking. But it's eliminating the whole crop of guys that ain't got their minds. Like they don't, they don't see diamonds in the rough. You know. They don't see diamonds. Well, we before we started rolling, what did you say? There's not too many real bitches. Yes, there's not too many. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think I'm 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 at I'm definitely at the end rope. This is might this be is the it. last one. Yeah, this might be the one I'm tap out with. Wow. For, so you're 41 now. Yeah. Wow. So this is great. This is huge for you. This should be. I think I'm at the age where I should be thinking about that. You know. Well, let me tell you. I talked to Gene Simmons. You know, he's the guy from Kiss. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is known for being yeah. the world's coxman. Like mm-hmm. he's banged his way through life. And I, I asked him, I asked him, I was like, what, what's, what have you learned? Like, what's the thing? And he's like, well, I basically now I love my wife and my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's only, there's only so much pussy. It's like, how many, how many, how much can you do? Do you know what I mean? There's a point where you got to grow the fuck up. Yeah, but I think mine was always coming from a place of trauma. I was trying to fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. (laughs) That's a great song. Fuck the Sucking on my titties like you wanted. She's touring again. Peaches is back. Yeah, I just see her. I follow her on Instagram. I mean, no, I see see her on Instagram. She always at her show. Let's go see her. If she come to Austin, I'm definitely down. I would love to see Peaches. She's amazing. Peaches was a teacher, by the way, a school teacher. Yeah, in Canada, I believe. I didn't know that. Fuck the pain away. And that was dope. That song blew up from a live version. From a what? A live version. Like she, recorded, li- oh. she performed it on a TV show. I and mean, that version is the one that we listen to now. That blow up is not like an actual recorded studio version. That's wonderful. That's so dope. So you were fucking the pain away. Yeah, I believe yeah, that. Yeah, so now, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my cousin. Now, I guess what happens is you... You start, yeah. You realize it's gonna be. It's only so. It's only downhill from here. Like you know what I'm saying. It's yes. only gonna meet so many women that really gonna love. Like really, you know, that's really gonna fuck with you like that. I'm getting at that age, man. I can't. I can't do it no more. Because after this, what? I'm gonna be fucking with twenty year old bitches and no. shit. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? Could you so, even fucking imagine, dude? It sucks. I can't do that either. It sucks. It I mean, sucks. They, they, they. I mean, especially if you're trying to hang out with a bitch, you start doing TikTok dance in front of you. Like, <laughs> you gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? That's what about I got. That's the real true story. One of my homies told me like he messing with the bitch. You know they was, they was hung around the hotel room. You know he in the bed going to sleep. She's still up. She in the other room making doing TikTok making TikTok videos and shit. Like you fuck this whole world up. Like I can't fuck with these young bitches no more, man. I'm like nigga, that would have fucked me up too, man. <laughs> bitch was in the other room making TikToks like two eight two in the morning. Like what the fuck is going on with you? Take your ass to bed. But what I see, this is why I love you, and I wanted. I didn't, I've read about you, like I've mm-hmm. Googled you, yeah, and yeah. I did a deep dive on you, but I didn't want to know too much about your personal life because I wanted you to tell me yeah. your history. And you I, know you're going to get it, Mom. That's I love what, you it. Know I, I fucking get it out love of you. That's what that is. God damn it. <laughs> you knew you was going to get that I shit. love you. Because I, never, I don't think I ever told anybody about that. About um, I had a miscarriage when I was 16. I don't think I ever oh. told anybody about that. 
But I, because I, I, I guess you know when certain shit that you went through that was so fucked up, you kind of put it in the back of your brain and it's just it's like an avoid, and you never think about that shit again. Because I never Horse. think about it, like, because that's the thing too. Her name was Ariane. We already named her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's crazy too because she was born January 23rd. And then the other one, her name is Ariana. We named her Ariana. She was born January 5th. Wow. So it's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is fucking, they would have been sisters. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's like, what the fuck, man? It's, uh, it's so terrible. So she's like my Jesus, I guess. Yeah. I love her, though. Of course. She's into like, um, yeah, now she's getting, um, she's just into like the whole, like, um, like I guess being the woke culture. Oh, no. Like, I think TikTok got her. Oh she might no! Be on a conspiracy theory, woke shape. Oh no! You got to bring her over to the other side, to she the Gen to go, X side. She wants to go backpacking in Australia. Okay, that's fine. That's what I said. That might yeah. that might flip the script. I think you know what? I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're. Right. Oh, actually, go go. Why don't you go for a backpack in Russia or or, or China, somewhere rough? Go see where the rest of the world is. The unwoke I knew she world. Was tripping the world is tough. She was at my crib for Fourth of July. We was barbecuing. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, doing fireworks, having a great American time. And I seen her <laughs> on her phone and she said, I'm more of a Juneteenth kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> she was texting one of her friends like, fuck America. Okay. <laughs> fuck, this, fuck this shit. Well, you know, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn. I get Where it. did this black power come from? <laughs> <laughs> but she's not wrong. Like, that's the other thing is you like, she's yeah, not she's wrong. Not, You're like, God damn it, eat a hot dog, man. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> Have a Coke and a smile. Eat a hot dog. It's the one day you can eat a hot dog and don't feel bad about it. Eat a motherfucking hot dog. A motherfucking uh, a bomb pop or something, man. Like, it's, come on, man. Don't ruin my 4th of July. I just learned. I just now learned how to cook ribs. You think this is my day. This is my time. I can't wait for the next one. I'm practicing right now for the next 4th of July. I know. I feel that way, too. I, I know how oppressed women are. But I kind of don't give a shit. And I got to tell you, like, it's been a fun ride. I've had fucked up shit said to me over the last 20 years. I've I've been excluded from lots of whatever. But I don't give a fuck. I'm here to have fun. I'm going to drop dead. We're all going to die. I'm not going to get hung up on shit. I can't. There's no time. There's no time. Fuck that shit. And what I love about you and your story, and for anybody listening to, because I think it's so valuable, is like the like having that horrible experience in high school. And you think to yourself, like, my life is over. Like, I, I can't. I, there's so many people out there that have horrible shit happen to them. Like, regular. It's just what happens. Mm-hmm. Life is terrible. Life mm-hmm. is fucking unfair and terrible. But I think the ability to transform it into something better is the secret. Yeah. Exactly. Or, or you just be a fucking crybaby bitch and suck yeah, your thumb. I mean, I was a crybaby bitch for a long time. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I really was a crybaby bitch. But I remember my dad. It would always ring in my head, like, know what you talking about what you what did you hear your life oh you heard your dad saved your life yeah like and i and i and i don't doubt that i i I would believe we probably would have had about three kids young as fuck yeah and i would be going and i definitely wouldn't be a rapper right now no i probably would be in jail i more so would have i would have went to jail yeah i definitely would have went to jail because i would have been in the streets and all my peers that was in the streets around it's all the niggas locked up uh, a dead really all of them it's not not one success story that's horrible. No, it's not like stripping where you get out of it one day. It's not one. I, I <laughs> you do it a, for a minute. I am a success story, but like I said, yeah. I was a, I was a, but I was, the, I was the bullshitter. I was the one. I danced one week. I don't come back for two weeks. Come yeah. back again. <laughs> I was bullshit. I wasn't really committed to the arts. Yeah, yeah, you were. 
<laughs> I really the truth. I really would. Now let's talk about crack for a minute. So you buy, you get the rocks from uh, your source. No, you got to buy. Does it work? You make it from coke. You got to get the coke first. You make the crack. The I dealer mean, makes the crack. Yeah, but it's, see, that's what it is. It's another guy that you can go to that's really good at it. See, everybody has their guy that they go cook, to cook oh. their shit up, and you know that there's certain guys that could cook it up and bring back more. Than what more you, product, yeah, so they add stuff. So they to add it. stuff to it, and they can bring it back, and it still Dang. be good. And then you can get your shit cooked by somebody else, and it's all fucked up, and it's net. And it's mostly it's some. See what it is is always a cool guy that you know used to do it back in the day. Went to the penitentiary. He ain't fucking around with shit no more. And it's literally all he do. You can go to his house, get you, and everybody. He always he cooking up everybody's shit. Everybody Jesus. coming to him. That's his job. Or you can try to be on some fun cheap shit and fuck with a crackhead that know how to do it. And it's always mm. going to go wrong with the crackhead because he a crackhead. He's yeah. going to do some dumb shit, try to steal some shit. He's going to try to bring it back more to take the extras type shit. And then it's always. But one thing, dude, the crackhead is making it for himself. So he kind of always make it a little more pure. Right. <laughs> for real, well, that's the truth. Well, it makes sense. It's that kind of like truth. you want a fat Cause chef. Because the, yeah. the guy you go to that's making it, he's just trying to bring back as much as possible yes. for you to come back and fuck with him because he see you bring him back. So he don't really care about the quality like no. that. No. That's why you have like a master chef making that's what it is. your that's crack. That's what it is. That's why I always talk about whipping in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the stove. That's why that was always a thing. Like, if you got you an <laughs> ill cook, you was about to make some real money. You know what now, I mean? Now, did you try crack? Fuck no. I actually sat there and looked at it though before, like, damn, this make people go crazy. I wonder. I just, I mean, I wonder. I think I probably yeah. try crack, like, uh, not on purpose, like, just from having, like, cutting like up, cutting up crack and shit and smoking blunts and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You, your lips will get a little numb. Like, that? That was weird. But not actually just like putting a crack rock inside of a pipe. Like, fuck no. That's one thing I would never, I would never do crack, meth, or heroin. Yeah. Like, everything else. But crack smells awful. I remember awful. In the and, 90s I, and then when you it. see the way people act, like I remember one time, like, uh, this one Gosh. crackhead bitch, she hit it, and then she just got butt ass naked and said bugs and shit was crawling all on her, and she oh smacking herself, going crazy, like get the bugs off me. But like, oh shit! So when you see shit like that, you're like, no, nigga, I ain't doing that shit. No way, right? So no, I probably it's probably I mean I'm not doing crocodile. I'm not doing K two. I'm not doing it's a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm not doing no fucking what's the other shit salvia. Selby, so I heard that makes you crazy as shit too. I know. Red, Red Band was in I've talking just seen about a that. A couple years. videos on YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, man, horrible. nah, nah, I'm horrible. Cool on that. I'm, right now, I'm just all about like the psychedelics and yeah. MDMA. Oh, That's oh, it. okay, psychedelics. What do you? Oh, hold on, back, back to crack though. How long? Because <laughs> so, I'm so fascinated because I remember in the '90s when I would go to goth clubs downtown in downtown LA, mm -hmm. you would see people smoking crack, yeah. and the smell was it's just horrible, terrible. It's the worst. And I remember hearing like, "Oh, the high only lasts for five yeah. minutes." Yeah. So what the fuck? Who cares? What it's are like you a doing? Blast. That's what they call it. It's a blast. See what what yeah. it is? They say in the first time you do it is the best time. So. Yeah. Every, every That's always how it, it is, though. Every time you do it after that, you're chasing that. It's <laughs> yeah. never going to be that good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they actually lose their whole fucking souls. That's what that is. Fuck. And that's fucked up because... Who knew? Just cocaine and bacon soda could turn into some yeah. whole other shit. <laughs> you could do the coke and be all right, but if you just put a little yeah. piece of bacon soda in it, that's the your thing. whole your whole existence will go away. Gone. Just Cause, gone. Because cocaine is like you're invincible. You're top yes, of the world. You're, great. you're talking shit yeah. like whatever. I'm, I'm the man now. Yeah. You know, so you're feeling good. You're the wolf of Wall Street, but you just smoke it, and that's that blows my mind. But see, now everything is all fucked up because fentanyl. Yes, yeah, so, that's what I hear. So whatever you do, fentanyl's in it. So it's all Why bad. is that? What What's going on? I mean, because it's the, it's the most addictive substance it is but oh. it's to the point i think somebody got a good batch they starting to whip it up because yeah. motherfuckers won't fit in all now they don't even they ain't even scared of it no more like, really like you get a little pinch of that shit you just fucking die now nah, i mean it's the same shit but 
motherfuckers, they won't fit in all nine. That's crazy talk. M30s and perks and shit. That's crazy. Like every auto perker set is pretty much fitting all. All the Xanax is fitting all. All the fucking. If you buying any on the street, on the street, yeah. If you're yeah, not getting it directly from do a that. doctor, it's a wrap. It's I a wrap. Do that. I wouldn't take a pill off the street. Jesus. Sometimes you gotta do it. You gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a phone number of a psychiatrist. <laughs> You've got generalized anxiety disorder. What are you doing? Friends in the hood. Yeah, they all go to jail. You got insurance now? Come on, let me uh, hook yeah, you this up. Is true. This you got to do it like the fancy white I've lady. I've never tried way. it. I've never tried it. I just always think they gonna go. Xanax? Go. What? Oh, you I'm never tried. I never tried going to a doctor to get pills. I, oh. I used to go to a doctor to get lean. Get lean. Yeah, but I want to do this. Table. I want to do this. But that was under the table. Would you want to drink lean? Wait, what do you mean? That makes you skinny, right? Is that what you mean? No. Oh. <laughs> What's lean? Syrup. Oh, syrup. Cough syrup. Oh, yeah, that was big in the in the rap community. It's still big it. right now. It's the really? biggest. Yes, it's the most expensive thing you can possibly do. That's why I don't fuck with it no more. It costs too much. So what's in it? Like codeine? The codeine and promethazine. Yeah. It literally costs right now. I think. I might be wrong. I might. It might be like <laughs> five hundred a line. What? Yeah. So like every line, every ounce in the when you buy a, a when you get a pint, a lean, it's sixteen lines. So it's Jesus. like thirty two hundred. I think a pint, something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy. Like drug prices for that, and it goes so quick. I mean, it is amazing. It is one of yeah. the best drugs ever. That's the only drug that I ever was fucked up on. Like Codeine. it really, yeah, it really had me gone. Yeah, when I broke my ankle, I started taking the moxies, and boy, was that fun. <laughs> I think I literally, the first time I took it, I was like, this is how I've meant to feel. This is everything. And I told Dr. Drew that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you need to throw those away. Yeah, actually, are the worst, though. I know. I know they are most like, I mean, it's, it's pretty much like... Like the, the fitting all shit. I, I know. I people, like those. Because a lot of people started being on the oxys, then they can't get the oxys no more, then they go to fentanyl. Well, that's I had really, a fentanyl patch when I broke my ankle, oh, that's and it, it was now sweet. that sounds great. Yeah, the patch that was sounds great. pretty amazing. That was no pain. <laughs> no pain, no feelings. <laughs> it literally was like, what broke an egg? I'm in an ambulance, like, hi. That just sounds like la, some, la, la, la. I bet you that's some rich white lady shit now, fentanyl patch and a wine. Like, give me... <laughs> Throw her patch on that night with a glass of wine, like being that bitch woozy to the motherfucker. Like, fuck you, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Come watch the yeah. kids. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Damn. Yeah, rich, rich white uh, fancy moms do pills. Yeah, of course. You get pills from your they love, shrink. Uh, yeah. They love those ambience and shit like they that. Do. They do. I tried the taking one. It made me restless. I, I mean, was like, say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I just want to do the sleepwalking thing. What? Yeah. You sleepwalk on it? Yes, they say you could take ambient and it makes you sleepwalk and like do shit. And That's people kind of like funny. waking up. Yeah, I, I just want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why I want to take ambient. So so tell me what um psychedelics are you doing? Mushrooms. I was doing mushrooms all the time. I yeah. had to stop now. Why? Because they stopped working. And then uh, it was making my stomach hurt because I was eating too much. Yeah. So I've been chilling. I think I'm gonna take some today because the homies is here. Oh, your homies are here. Yeah, my Bruce Brigade homies from Detroit. No shit. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, you guys are gonna have fun. Well, yeah, because like my girls in Mexico, so like Mice will had homies come through. We can make some music, you know. I'm, oh, I'm at the I crib love by that. myself. Yeah. I, I forgot I did it. I literally called him today just to see what's up. He's like, "Nigga, we at the airport. We be there." And I'm like, "Damn, I thought y'all. I'm like, I thought y'all was coming on the fourth or something." They like, "Nah, these the first. But that's what happened when you on Facetime talking to niggas. Then nobody <laughs> understand each other. He probably did say the. He probably did say the first. I heard the fourth. So these niggas is here now. I love you. I think you're just, so, <laughs> you too, you're just the man. best, Danny. <laughs> so at least that's cool. I get to because I was a little depressed. The last few days I was yeah. a little. I was just ashamed of myself. 
You, why? For playing so bad at those shows. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's the I know what you're talking about. It's that performance shame where you're like, yeah, like I'm the worst. I fuck. I'm just yeah, gonna like give I could have did it. I could have fucking I like, pulled uh, through. Like why did I fucking you know my I, ego or something like? You we know? mean you didn't. Why didn't you like? I kind of set it up, it up in the we always. I think I jinxed myself because on my show we always talk about how rappers like to get off work early. So they had, so any given thing that happened, they'd be like, I'm out of here. I'm off stage. Yeah. Somebody throw a bottle at them or something like that. So the kid that was um. Playing after me, like I said, he got fucking eight million views on all his video shit like that. And I was like, "How many of y'all ready to see Artie?" And the crust are gonna be like, "Artie, Artie, Artie." I was like, "Yeah, that's my cue to get up out of here." And I just walked. <laughs> oh, up so there you, you finished? Right? And I, bombed. <laughs> I probably did like fifteen minutes, but the, but the festival was like, "No, you fuck that." I was like, "I just told my DJ just finished it. He just DJed songs, which they seemed they enjoyed way better than my yeah. ass. So that was cool." Did you get paid? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I got to get paid. We finished the set. Then you did fine. Yeah, my, my manager was pretty pissed. I'm sorry, Dart, but he was pissed off. <laughs> but like, you Fuck. know, but sometimes it's not your crowd. I mean. Yeah, that's what it was. But sometimes I you just, sometimes you just got to. I mean, it's what we signed up for. And sometimes you just got to bite the bullet for 45 minutes. I you know. know. You just. I had this for great Mitch Fatel, this great comedian. When he was bombing, he would. He had like a stopwatch. When he knew the gig was going to be a bad shitty gig, he would put a stopwatch in his pocket. And every time he would get the flop sweat, you know, when you're bombing, he would just pat his pocket. Like, mm. I just know the time. It's just time. It's just yeah. doing it's, time. Oh, yeah, that's kind of smart. You know, Damn, like, that's deep. Fuck, I that's know, deep. I know. Fuck. It's just time. God damn it. It's just time. But, but you know what? Sometimes... I've seen comics just give up too. Like some some nights you're just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm cooked. Fuck this shit. I'm out. You you know, you, you're not a robot. You're a human. Yeah, exactly. It's normal. It's to be expected. And they're not your fucking crowd. They want they want fucking Artie, whoever the Artie, fuck that dog. is. Show a picture of him. Let's see what let's see <laughs> you got to see what this kid looks like. It's A-R-D-E-E. Look, oh, Artie the rapper. God damn it, Artie. Oh, this kid? <laughs> he barely is in puberty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, he's all badass. Too. God damn it, Artie. You can't compete with this, man. So cool. Artie's cooler than yes, all of us. Yes, he's cool as fuck. That's the thing. He was actually nice as fuck. He was homie. He wasn't like, you know how some of these kids are like, I'm extra cool and all that. He wasn't even like that. He's like, nigga, I'm, he's I'm cute. chilling. He's smoking a blunt. I fucks with him. Yeah. I fucks with him. Yeah, he's him. all British and, and he probably has a cool accent and la la la. Yeah. Fucking ass. And they got cool dance moves and shit. Oh, Artie. Yeah, Artie. Well, I'm getting too old. That's maybe like, oh, I'm old. Yeah. Well, fuck Artie. Okay. Can we do some? Do you have any follow up voicemails for, for Danny to chime in on and then we'll we'll wrap it up? Sure, Let you go play with yeah. your homies. I know, right? That's exciting. They're retarded. I bet you feel you're going to be happy seeing that. <sighs> it'll, it'll bring you out of your funk to I see. I mean, they're about to help me clean the garage. I know that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know about that part. I'm like, shit, I got some manpower. <laughs> Fuck that. All these Amazon boxes been been collecting for six months. Oh, my gosh. We about to be breaking down boxes. I yep. need to get some box cutters. That shit smells, too. I Rats mean, will get into it. Be careful. I know. All right. You got a voice hey, Mommy, this is Ryan from Pennsylvania. I was calling because I just listened, I'm listening to episode 155, and you native are talking about how Asians love really small stuff. And I had to rewind and listen to the way that you guys say the word miniature. Oh. And you say miniature. Yeah. I know it's spelled that way, but the A is silent. You don't well, say miniature. F- it's Stop miniature. It, Danny. Am I a fucking idiot? Am I TikTok? <laughs> or is it you guys? Please help. It's definitely me us. Yeah, All right, I don't love you that. guys. I'm coming Mi- up in May. Hey, Christina. <laughs> Miniature. It's not miniature. I mean, I say a lot of words fucked up. So though. do I. I'm retarded. So, but mini- I say miniature. Miniature. Guys? Miniature. 
Mini, I say miniature like a fucking idiot. It's not an A in it, though. Yes, it is. M, it? Hold on. M-I-N-I-A-T-U-R-E. Miniature. Really? really? Look, will you look yeah. it up? That's, oh, it's A in it. That's, that's I mean, definitely how it's spelled. I, 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 I got out in the um, spelling B off bald, so. Yeah, I was what word? Bald. B A L D. But I thought he said ball. B A L L. You misheard like, it. Yeah, I'm like, you fucked me up. You he cheating. fucked you Y'all up. you cheating, man, because I won the first year. This yeah. is my comeback. They didn't want me to repeat. They didn't want me to back to back. You were a good speller. <clears throat> well, you're a language guy. You're a words guy. That makes perfect yeah, that sense. Yeah, I was. I won the fourth grade spelling bee. You did. But I was, trying to, I was trying to repeat for the fifth. Yeah. And you fucked your shit you up. You got me out on balls. But, I, I, but that was a, you know, I supposed to have been a professional. I supposed to ask for a definition. <laughs> you know, I supposed to did all that shit. Could you please give it the yeah. word in a sentence? Yeah, I supposed to use it in a sentence. I supposed to did all that, you man. You didn't do it. Wait, put, okay, bring back miniature. I had too much confidence. You did? Too, oh, you yeah. got, got cocky. Right, okay. it's miniature. But what? being from Michigan, our way we pronounce a lot of words, we always cutting shit out. I know. So, well, but damn, that's kind of fucked me up. So it's miniature. Well, hold on. Put play the play the audio the the computer lady. Miniature. <gasps> miniature. Again, again. Miniature. Miniature. And, and also, he said that the A is silent. That's miniature. what he said. That's, miniature. That's not true. It's that the I is silent. I don't know why he said the A is silent. If the A was silent, so it's it'd be miniature. miniature. Or some weird. Shit. So why was saying it right? Miniature. Yeah. You miniature. said it wrong. Miniature. Miniature. You spelling it all out. No, he's saying the A is silent. It is. Because it's M-I-N and then the E with the miniature. letter. Miniature. Miniature. Chat, smart chat, are you in there? No, the I is silent. Yeah, miniature. the I is silent because I say miniature. The A is silent. Mini- I think a, I'm using the A. It's either the A is silent or the, it's a soft I. <sighs> miniature. miniature. Stupid. Miniature. Miniature. I'm just trying to figure it out, like miniature. I'm Mini- trying to see if I could use it in a rap. Like it would. Because it's Miniature. Miniature. Plenty of her. Ooh. <laughs> miniature. Plenty of her. I love how you think. I love I love that. those trips because I love to uh, do triple words to, to rhyme to one word. That's Cause then cool. Because, you know, most people use, like, with raps, most people think, like, you know, you just rhyming cat, hat, batch. Like, but no. you can take one word and you can use that, you know. I call it triple compounds, you know. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's professional Isn't shit. that fun? We both play with language. We both play with language. It's a lot harder the way y'all do it. I think you're smarter. Hide, no, because y'all on stage without a mic, I mean, without we can hide behind the music. We just dance around. If the beat's good, everybody else <laughs> having a good time too. You can you you can have a, you can have a, just a good beat and not bomb if you on stage. That if they ain't feeling it, they ain't feeling it. There's nothing you can do. That's true, yeah. Nothing you can do. But I think I can do a stage dive, jump on top of a speaker, like, <laughs> do some dance. They like, yeah, he was going crazy. It was great. He performed so great. But music, my God, fuck I, up every lyric. They don't care. Don't even hear it half the time. <laughs> you just be all that motherfuckers making sounds like yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? <laughs> For real, comedy. No, well, we have tricks too. There's parlor tricks that you learn as a comedian. There's definitely we have parlor tricks too. You just don't know them. You don't know that they're tricks. I know. I mean, that's what I say. That's why. I, that's why I give it props. That's why my you tricks. know. Like, even like I said, I was going out with Hannibal and doing stuff like that. I was like, man, I was like, you know what? Why would I put myself through this again? You know what I'm saying? I've done it with <laughs> rap music before. I've subjected myself to all this t- horror and terrors of being on stage by me. Like, why would I do this for a second? This shit going to give me a heart attack. I'm getting too old for this, man. <laughs> I love Hannibal. He's great. That's my boy. That's yeah. my boy. He rapping now. He killing it. Good. Yeah, I know. Getting I better Hannibal. and better. So that's dope. 
He's so funny. Because that's hard to do, too. Because I know, like, I can't do this comedy shit. I don't yeah. care how much funny y'all motherfuckers tell me I am. I just keep it on, you know, podcasts and interviews and shit like that. But it's hard. It is harder. It, it is a, it's just another skill. You'd have to spend another 10,000 hours. That's what I'm saying. I, I ain't got time for that. It, no, you don't have time. It, it's I, I, I wouldn't be good till I was 50. I know. It's, so, it's, it's terrible, honestly. Hannibal Buress. I went. I did a show with him in Amsterdam, like in oh, wow. two thousand. I don't know, seven or eight or something like that. And we were in fucking Amsterdam, so these people speak English as a second language. Mm-hmm. So it's tougher to do comedy there. And I'll never forget Hannibal went up before me and murdered. I mean, like just slayed in this room of people that didn't really speak English. And I was like, that's talent. Like, this mm-hmm. guy is so funny. And of course, I went up after him and, like, you know, did not do as well. But, <laughs> but I was like, holy shit, Hannibal's really funny. You know, I just want to, to see that in a different language. You that's know, what like, I'm Jesus telling him. Like, he, he, he's brave because he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go for the rap shit. I'm he, like, so good for him. Yeah, so say, you brave because I can't do it. You stronger than me. Yeah. We ain't trading places. I give up. Gosh. Okay. Well, let's do another voicemail and then we'll, we'll yeah. Hi, Mommy. My name is Mariah. I'm calling from British Columbia, Canada, and I just had a follow-up. I was listening to episode 151 where the Booth Boys were talking about throwing away their jizz socks after Mm. they're done with them. And my question to them is, are you throwing away your bed sheets? Because you can't tell me that you don't get a little bit of jizz on your bed sheets. So let me know. Wandering Minds want to know. What are you doing with your bed sheets? Because you guys seem to be against just washing your socks and reusing them again. So I need to know what's happening with the sheets. It's different fabrics. Yeah. Them them socks getting crunchy. Yeah. You got to do something. You got to remove it that quick. So I already know how that goes. And I feel like if it gets on the sheet, you're not using the sheet to wipe the whole load. I think you're wiping the whole load and the sock. You don't want to put that in the washing machine and then you just got jizz all in your clothes. Right, am I correct me if I'm wrong here? But usually the jizz that ends up on the sheet is like periphery jizz. It's not primary. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I make sure there's no jizz on my sheets, so I don't know why that's so difficult for her. But you know, you make sure you don't. Sounds like she's just a sloppy ass bitch. You know I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just going raw dog. That's what that is. They raw dogging. So you guys don't jizz where you sleep, is what you're saying? Well, mm. sometimes you do, but you would wipe that off of the sheet. You're not wiping it off of the sock. You're wiping it in the sheet. Yeah, mushing I mean, it in. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you just wiping it into yeah. it. I got, yeah. whole, I got a whole system. What's your system, buddy? I mean, you know, once I go in, then she wraps her legs and arms around me. We go to the bathroom and then I let her off and then, you know, shit just falls on a on the fucking floor and that's it. Damn, you strong. Yeah. yeah. I'm too weak for that after after a jizz. <laughs> I just yeah. start snoring. <laughs> after a jizz, it's just snoring like <laughs> Yeah, I, I gotta lay down for like five minutes first. But oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> so now you're doing cuddle sessions and everything. You got this yeah. to a, you got this to a science. I know. God damn it. What man. a dream, man. He's a dream lover. I know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you should did a five minute cuddle, yeah. then carry to the bathroom. God damn. I got to step this shit up. Niggas ain't shit out here, man. I know. God. And he's a tender lover. I just I died. can't believe it. I that. just died where I was at. Like, yeah. <laughs> Most guys do. Uh, Especially drugs. You you just fell asleep in the middle, woke up trying to fuck again. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, man. It was great. It's great. I forgot. I forgot what I was doing. (laughs) That's the worst. Fall asleep like, damn, I was fucking? 
You fell asleep? I've yeah, I had that happen <laughs> in college, but usually because of drunk. Yes, what I'm not saying. not me, them. <laughs> no, yeah. it'd be, yeah, it's me, yeah. it's the dude always. Yeah. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. I'll just be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the rocking, you know, like rocking a baby, you know what I'm saying? So if you <laughs> if you drunk and you and, and relax and you just but you know it, you go nod out like <laughs> So yeah, I've definitely been that guy. Yeah, I've tried. I tried having sex on acid one time. That was horrible because we be taking a lot. I think. Oh yeah. See, I, I suck. I wouldn't be able to even function on acid. But I've tried on mushrooms, and it just made me think too much. Yeah, we couldn't finish. I just it was, was like, too much. Oh my much. god, this is wrong. Like this is premarital sex. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting my penis inside. Of really? Her. We don't even really know each other like this. Like this is not good. You really go into like, like man, you know SCDs, man. People get AIDS from this, like. <laughs> Teenage pregnancies, like this is really God didn't intend for this, man. Did you grow up religious? Uh, my Filipino grandma used to take me to Filipino church. That's oh, what I call it. Filipino church. It was just a church full of Filipinos. Yeah, <laughs> in Detroit. And what what's what do they practice? Were they Christians? I like, think it said Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Oh, so that's hardcore. That's yeah. like far Christian. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. Oh, wow. I got kicked out of church because one of the kids tore my Isaiah Thomas basketball card, so I whipped his ass. <laughs> So my grandma ain't bring me back to church no more. <laughs> and I missed out because I used to look because they had the best fucking meals at the church. Yeah? Yeah, you have a whole pig on the table with the apple in his mouth type shit. What? Every Sunday? Every Sunday. The shit Damn. was crazy. And then, even after that, if you was that and, and plugged in with other people, like you going to like Deacon Crib or something like that, then it's a whole nother meal there. They doing some other shit. Jeez. I used to be pissed because I used to want to watch them live in color. Yeah. They want me to watch them live in colors at the Cree. I'm like, man, put on the living color, man. Let me watch the Simpsons. Let me. They're like, no, you can't watch that shit. They too. Let me tell you, that mm-hmm. was the best show. The Simpsons block and living, living color. color. Tracy Armin show. That was see, it made me. That's what made me. That made me, me too. <laughs> we used to watch in living color and then on Monday go to school and then recite oh, all yeah. the sketches. Because you felt like a lame if you didn't see it. Yeah. So you go, everybody talking about it. Uh. Like, oh. And that's, that's what it would have been. That's what it was most of the time for me because then I'd be with my grandma at her friend's house after church. Church, yeah. And I'm like, they wouldn't let me watch it because they let me watch it one time, and I think they just like, oh, this is crazy. They seen the fly girls. They seen the fly girls yeah. come out shaking ass, yeah. and they stopped it right there. Oh. Like, man, that was such a. I got to open for David Allen Greer. Yes, he's he's amazing. Him, Tommy Davis, Dag and all them. He's still funny as fuck. Yeah, and I I remember just being like, can you just say it one time for me? <laughs> the, oh, 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 a woman with, with big breasts. Remember that guy? <laughs> and he did it for me. I was like, oh man, he he is a fucking. T- Talent. Like that cast was so talented. They couldn't do that show right now. That show no. would be canceled in two episodes. Like, no. the fuck is y'all men on films? It'll be over. Men, oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be over with. Two snaps up in a Z formation. It'll be over with yeah, men on films. <laughs> like, we out of here, bro. <laughs> they didn't make Jim Carrey, so oh, it's my... legendary. And remember the um, the handicapped superhero? Oh, you're talking about... Um, Handicapable Black man. man Black man. He had his own movie. <laughs> he got his own. He, he, he had a spinoff after that. <laughs> So good. And then the homeless dude used to have a pickle jar. The pickle jar. It was yeah. full of his urine. Yeah, yeah. It, it had like a, a, a it supposed to have been a turd. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be a little turd in there. Like you gotta use the bathroom and he'll whip that bitch out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that fucked up my childhood. Me too. You should have been watching that as a teenager. Oh man. I mean, that I was, was like so I had to been like, I guess from like the range of like eleven to thirteen. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like cracking. Oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what uh, ninth grade for me. Eighth and ninth grade was in Living Color. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Grade. So good. Yeah. So fucking great. Yeah. 
After that, I was like, fuck kids and hard. I don't want to see that I shit. I know. <laughs> they broke it. And the Wayans, too. What a, what a talented family I mean, and the, good people. I, I can't say I was a fan of all the scary movies and shit like that, but I'm pretty sure it made them shit tons of money. So it yeah. did great for them. And, they, and, if, and you got to think, they weren't even on the show. Them was the little brothers under them. It's wild, dude. I know. Talent. So, yeah. Are you going to make your daughter be a rapper? <sighs> I think she thought about doing music one point in time, but I don't know. I don't think that's her thing. Yeah. She like, I don't know. She, she's like into, I don't know. I really don't know. Like what's, her, what's her career goals? Like she told me I want to go backpacking in Australia. So I think she's still trying to figure it out and find herself. Which well, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. These kids got screwed. Because you're still young and you shouldn't yeah. put that much pressure on yourself to even be trying to think about what you want to be at fucking 21 or what you want to do. You know? I agree. I think I think it's horrible that they put pressure on like ninth graders, 10th graders. Because like, these motherfuckers making millions of dollars on TikTok and, <laughs> and, and, and Twitch and shit. It's like, what the fuck? I know. These motherfuckers are becoming the parents. I know. I mean, you'll be. I, 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 I would love it to my son. He's just sitting in his room all day and play video games and make millions of dollars, and I ain't got to do shit. But it's it's a sketch. It's a slippery slope because we know it's not going to last for a long time, and it's no. fucking his life up. That's the thing I think, and I and I'm friends with many people that blew up overnight on YouTube or became famous people. It's like that that you don't want to get fame and money and success fast mm -hmm. you want it to yeah, be yeah. 20 year grind mm -hmm. so that when the time you get there you don't completely destroy your life and your mind and you're ready this is not healthy to mm -hmm. do uh, i would never put my children in show business or on youtube let alone on instagram i don't yeah. even put my children's faces on instagram because yeah. i'm like this is not for they don't want it it's not for tiktok that. man it's crazy it is crazy i can't believe it like I'm mad. I'm addicted to it, so I know I everybody it. can get addicted to it. And then you're, it just turning your algorithm. So my whole shit is just about how I shouldn't be watching porn all the time and no <laughs> nut Novembers and how a man should do this and do that. I'm like, what the fuck, man? How did I get in this? How do I get in this section of TikTok? What is he trying to tell my life? You need to stop drinking. You work out three times a day. Real man. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's so funny. Those algorithms are such an indicator of where you are subconsciously. I just came over <laughs> to see booty shaking. Like, what the fuck? I know. It's like, are you depressed? Are yes, you that's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> are you fat? Yes. Like, what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> fuck TikTok, man. Anyway, listen, yeah. I'm gonna, I love you so much. Thank love you so you much. For Thank you for having me. You're the best. Danny Brown Show, you guys. Uh, YMH Studios. Check him out. He's a legend. He's genius. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Like so much. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at podcast with Christina P.